Welcome everybody to episode number 41 of the Third Time Gaming Podcast. I know, 41, right? Yeah. Uh, we're getting up there. But uh, I'm your host, Tyler, joined by our co-host, all of our co-hosts this week. So um, let's I start. I think Eugene uh, just, did, did he disconnect? No, no, I'm here. No, he's here. Oh, it's weird. So, it's making noises. Sorry. No, he's good. So let's start with Mike. Mike, how are you today? Um, about ready to break my foot off in some delivery man ass, my friend. Well, I'm we're going to talk about that later. Um, yeah. So also joining us is Graham. Graham, how are you doing? I'm doing great here in the Great oh, White North. It was actually turned into the Great White North. I uh, had a yeah. snow day, which gave me some more gaming <clears> time, which, as people know, I desperately need. And I took full <laughs> advantage of it. I want people to know that uh, didn't let that day go to waste. Are you anywhere near finishing Zelda yet? No. Okay. So I didn't go to all that good news. Over. So also joining us, and congratulations again, Eugene, new father. How are you doing? Congratulations, you guys father. are jerks. You guys are the biggest jerks. I listened to the episode last week, by <laughs> the way. Uh, the Eugene list Saturday. Like, <laughs> really no good. Eugene Saturday. Yeah, no Eugene Saturday. Then then I was nice enough. I sent in a question. You, you know, did? I sent in a question. I, I brought up a topic and uh, still. What did I do, man? Like, come on. To be fair, it was like the shortest episode we've had in a while. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, but I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing great. The baby's Good. doing great. So. Good. So what's the baby's name again? Evelyn. Evelyn. So for everybody out there. So uh, once again, congratulations and glad to have you back. Thank you. Um, so let's, uh, or before we jump into news, you can join in the conversation by joining our Facebook group. You can head over to the Third Sun Gaming Podcast. And also while you're there. Join our forums, the Third Sun Gaming Podcast forums. Take part in the discussion. We have a pretty good discussion going there weekly uh, with a lot of cool people. So uh, come join that, be part of it, and help us grow. And uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Third Sun Gaming, T-H-R-D-S-U-N, Gaming, all one word. And you can send us an email, mail at thirdsungaming.com. So let's jump into news this week. Not a ton oh. going on as, we, uh, as we're kind of in the dead zone here. but Don't ignore me. What, did you have something? I'm sorry? Yeah, I said no. Okay, well, we're going to do it anyway, so sorry. No. <clears throat> so starting off, you know, a game that's been looked uh, look forward to by a lot of people, including myself, and especially by Graham, because Graham, this is like in your holy trinity of games. Oh, God, are you going to hear the bonus um, pop? So Mass Effect Andromeda is already getting negative press over the animations in the game, and I actually watched some videos of this, and there's like NPCs doing crab walks across the screen, and just looking really huh. bizarre and weird facial animations and things like that that honestly the first game didn't even have really yeah so i mean it's a little concerning considering that before i saw this i pre-ordered the game but because you think that this game would be solid well under touting it as a 4k game with yeah. really good graphics and stuff like this mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be distracting, going to take away from the, how good the graphics is when you see a character crab walking across the screen yep. or whatever, right? And you know how it is when the internet gets a hold of something? It's yep. already out there everywhere. Now, yep. but what are the chances of a day one patch fixing this? Um, oh, absolutely a chance. Absolutely. A, a 15 yeah. gigabyte day one patch. Yeah, there's a, there's a good chance of it, but this is in the, the finalized version that people are getting for review. Yeah. So that's concerning. Yeah. Well... I tell you what, I, I played this for about an hour. Um, I made um, the, the the whitest, beachiest Barbie bunny character I could possibly make. So my, the chick has uh, um, blonde hair, like like platinum blonde hair. And any time that she's on the camera in the cutscenes or talking to somebody, it, the hair just completely wigs out. You know, like this bad anti-aliasing or something like that. Mm. So beyond that, I haven't seen anything bad. Um, as far as animations go, moving around in the game is kind of pretty slick and pretty sl- fluid. Okay, good. So, so how do you actually like the game? Um, you know what? It's not like three and two, as far as I can remember. This is, huh? Um, I, I'm not going to spoil any of the story, but yeah, please don't. They took a piece of Skyrim out, and now at the top you have that that little bar like you do on Skyrim, where you turn around and you can see like stuff like uh, forts and dungeons and stuff. Well, at yeah, the very really. beginning, as you as you start, you know, going through the story and everything like that, I saw a white thing on the thing, and I'm like, huh. I'm like, that looks like a keep. 
And so I went over to it, and all of a sudden, bang, I got a whole list of objectives on, the, on the, where the quest log would be on the top right side of the screen. So there's a lot more to this one. Okay. So you're kind of liking it so far? I, I have no I have no opinion yet. I can okay. say one thing. I, I'm, I'm not bored. Um, okay. Well, that's good. So you know, mostly just, positive. Yeah, yeah, I just started. So, okay. you know, I really don't, I really can't give you a, you know, next week I can. So. All right, cool. So this game's coming out next Tuesday. I have high hopes for it, Graham. I know you do too. I do. Um, and uh, if you're interested in getting it, or if you already have, the preload for the game, if you pre-ordered it digitally, for PS4 is 42.9 gigabytes, and for Xbox One it's 42.19. Oh, Tyler. Yeah. It does have horde mode, like Gears of War. Oh, nice. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. So, like, uh, yeah, I think that was in Mass Effect 2, wasn't it, where you had uh, waves, waves of troops and different things coming at you? Mm -hmm. I I don't know, my friend, because I never played the multiplayer in in Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah, the Mass Effect 2 in its multiplayer, and I'm pretty sure it is in 3, too. That's all the multiplayer was, really, was uh, Mm -hmm. um, you had waves of uh, enemies coming towards you. Yeah. yeah, well, I was going to say, 3 probably would have had it because a part of the game incorporated where you would go into this event, right? And you would have these mm-hmm. waves of enemies that you would fight. So I could see that crossing over into multiplayer because they are incorporated into single-player campaign. It was yeah. actually pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Oh, I will uh, say, well, I will say yeah. one more thing. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, character creation is is pretty good, you know, okay. as far as robustness and the things you can change. And, yeah, Mass Effect uh, is pretty good for that, I found. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's I think there's two more classes this time. And, and just so everybody out there knows, Mike's generally pretty picky when it comes to creation zone type things. Yes. So if he's given it stamp approval, that's probably pretty good. And, yep. Um, and, and I'll say as far as the Hornwell goes, I don't know, because this will be the first Mass Effect game I've ever played. So. Really? Uh, like, you, yeah. If you don't like this one, you really should play 2. 2 is by yeah. far the best in my opinion. I've heard that too. 2 so, is great. Mm. But I'm looking forward to getting into the series. Kind of like getting into Zelda, you know, with this one, but... Yeah. All right, next up, Ubisoft has banned on PC 1,500 players from For Honor with another 4,000 or so to come. And they're being banned for AFK farming. So basically having a bot go around and do everything for you uh, to to level up. So uh, there will yeah. be approximately 1,500 or 5,500 players banned from For Honor. So I'm glad to see that they're keeping up their their commitment. Yeah. And I'm actually yeah. glad to see to see more companies do this. Yeah. Because do you remember back when we when we played Mike like um, Call of Duty pretty regularly, yes. and there were the people that would hide under the map. Yes. Yes. yes that, that was awful, and they never did anything. Nope. These people, and it was intentional, and they and they you know people just think, sit under there and think it's awesome that they're having you know an an unlimited you know a super high game, uh, kill death ratio, right. but are you? It's not even fun. How's that even fun? But it's not. I don't know. But anyway, and, yeah. and there's and there's complaints in Titanfall two now too. Like you get certain weapons and people sit in the corners of the map and just snipe people off, mm-hmm. and just camp there, and and that's not what that game's designed to be either. That game's designed to be fast paced, move around, you know, a yeah. lot of stuff going on, and that's what makes the game fun. Right. And I, I still get these people that think it's just you know really fun to just sit there and rack up a KDR and think they're awesome at the game because you know what. Uh-huh. If you ever got to any world championship type thing, you'd get owned. Yep. Yeah. Much. Yep. So I can't. I can't even play Titanfall because that's exactly the way Titanfall multiplayer is online. People mm-hmm. just jump on top of buildings and camp there and just snipe everyone, shoot everyone down yep. from the top of the map. Mm-hmm. Not that's, fun. Uh, there's no competitive spirit. There's a lot of people out there that have no competitive spirit. Now it's. Uh, no, that's true. My names need to be on the board, and I don't care how it gets there, so I can take yep. a screenshot of it, and you know. Mm-hmm. Works really well picking up chicks and bars too, you know. Oh, yeah, I know. So, anyway, uh, up next, playing Pokemon Go actually makes people healthier. We haven't talked about Pokemon Go in a while on the show, nope. but a study by a Duke University graduate student found that people who play the game add about two thousand steps per day to their routine more than they had before they started playing. So, uh, it's recommended for adults to get twelve thousand steps per day, or ten to twelve thousand, and. Uh, adding to those steps is pretty significant towards that, so that's cool. That's an extra thing in the game. Graham, you just uh, you were telling me recently that you just kind of stopped playing. I did. It was shortly after the second generation of Pokemon came out too. Like the first two three days, I was really into it, and a guy I work with, I got him back into it, and he, he was all excited. 
But then Zelda Breath Wild came out, and I pretty much stopped because basically I would come home and I would just drive around, and go to Poke Stops because I really had nothing better to do. Well, mm-hmm. I probably did, but I chose nothing better to do. Yeah. <laughs> but then Breath Wild came out, and I just been pretty much coming home directly from work and just putting in time on that. True. But overall, yes, it's got people that are way more active and like the whole fact of hatching eggs and how they mm-hmm. support it. Like I wouldn't be surprised when the summer comes and the warmer weather comes that it's going to just boost up because it's freezing cold here and people are still going out and doing it. So Yeah, and I, I think the one advantage you have, and I wish I, I had this because I think I'd enjoy the game a lot more, you live in a very urban area. Yes. So there's a lot of stuff going on in that game. And when you live like where I live right now, it's not like super middle of nowhere, but it's not a big sprawling urban area either. Yeah. And there's only so much stuff you can do in the game. So that's exactly why I stopped playing because mm-hmm. when, when the game first came out, it, it was funny, it was exciting, everyone was playing. Uh, I would actually drive about 30 minutes to go into the city and mm-hmm. go to the park where everyone was at. But right now, uh, even with the last update, I played a little bit from the last update uh, because I was traveling for work and uh, there's a lot of pokey stops and everything there. But um, since I live in a rural area like you, I, I do live in a rural area. There's nothing yeah. around me, so there's no point of me walking right. around. And they did fix the uh, the last update. It actually caused uh, a lot more spawns to happen. But mm-hmm. until they fix the Pokestop issue, and I think if they allowed some uh, some people to register Pokestops, I think it'll really rejuvenate the game. But they've really yeah. got to find some way uh, for people to do that where it's not a huge mess and everyone's just making right. their house a Pokestop and things like that. That's yeah. the Pokestop issue. Yeah, that's the, that's the issue is how many Pokestops are in the game. Oh, like yeah. too many? Yeah. No, not enough. Not oh. enough. Like I, I know you're. You, when I was talking to you about it, you live like there's like what twenty Pokestops around you or something like that. Well, in fifteen minutes, I could probably hit about five hundred Pokestops. Yeah. See, that's that's not the way. Even even if I go to uh, Little Rock, uh, the capital of Arkansas, uh, there's not that many uh, Pokestops. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I'm at, there's three, maybe in a five mile radius. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's the yeah. biggest difference between rural and urban. And that's why I'm saying it's, mm-hmm. it's easier to enjoy the game if you're in an urban area, especially like Toronto. Toronto's kind of become one of the major hubs for the game. You know, you yeah. see, I've seen videos of people playing in Toronto and you just see these massive crowds. You know, and I'm sure that's died off a little bit. Yeah, but it would make but, a huge difference. You're right, because yeah. the game is kind of a grind. And if you can't get to any of them, like, it's even harder. So, mm-hmm. for sure. So. All right, let's move on to uh, something I'm very much looking forward to this year, the Xbox Scorpio. Uh, Scorpio is going to reportedly have an internal power supply, which is awesome, and, the, and it's kind of expected since they did it with the 1S. Yeah. And it's going to support 4K 60 frames per second captures, which the PS4 Pro actually does not. PS4 Pro does do 60 frames per second, but at 1080p. So any thoughts on this, guys? Um, I mean, I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, like uh, the the developers for uh, uh, what is it, Shadows of War said, you know, mm-hmm. they, they said it's an awesome. This lives up to everything. It's gonna over, what they call it, over deliver. Yeah. Yep. And so you know, we're basically gonna be looking at a PC in a box. You know you where know? else? You know where else, guys? I think this this box is gonna over deliver. Is on price. I think they're setting people up to think it's gonna be super expensive. And I really think they're going to commit four hundred dollars. I really hope you're wow. right because I would be, would be amazing. I'd rather pay four hundred dollars. That would be an E3 showstopper if they think. If they think that. about what a game changer that would be in this generation in terms of the kind of the balance of power, mm-hmm. so to speak. If they come out with this box at four hundred dollars, and what do you yeah, think? I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, one of the um, one sales uh, retail uh, place has a. Uh, to a terabyte one uh, um, S right now for three thirty nine, so it'd have to be the five hundred gigabyte. Edition. Oh yeah, for sure it would be the five hundred gig, and it'd be on you to get your external hard drive, and that's fine. Yeah. I mean that's whatever. But I still don't yeah. understand paying all that extra money for one point five terabytes when you could just get four get the for external hundred bucks. Some people yeah. just don't like that external sitting by it. You know, yeah. I don't. I don't get why. To me, it's a money thing. So I, I bought the two terabyte one maybe because it was the first one released. Yeah, but I'm kind of glad I have it, and mm-hmm. I don't need to worry about a hard drive and stuff. Yeah, Shut some, up, some people just turn into that, and, and I'll say, I mean, I have one, and, and there was uh, during 
moving it around, the the cable actually got bent and and it wouldn't work. I had to go get another one, so I was pretty sh- I was shut down from playing what I wanted to play for a day. Yeah. You know, so there there are things like that that you know come that's into play. But that's pretty yeah, it is my fault, but it's pretty rare. But still, um, it it does yeah. give it a disadvantage for that reason. Yeah. But it, having the external next to it's never bothered me. Um, but mm-hmm. I, you know. We'll, we'll we'll talk about more that more the price more as we get closer to E3. We'll make E3 predictions like the week before and stuff like that. But but I, man, I really think they're going to do it. I just I think they see it as an opportunity to completely change the game, and I, I really think they're going to do it. I think if they come in at like six hundred bucks, that's a huge mistake. So <clears throat> we'll see. But yeah, I'm curious if there's going to be an Oculus Rift package deal too. Yeah, I'm really curious to see that. But they did say, so Phil Spencer was on, we talked about this last week a little bit, but he was on um, Podcast Unlocked a few weeks ago. And he said that they see VR as a vital part of gaming, but they want it to be flushed out on PC first. So they see it as an important part of the Xbox future. But the way he was talking, it made it sound like it's not a right now thing for the Xbox. It's not going to be a launch. Yeah, but I think I think they're gonna get it right on PC with Windows gaming, and then they'll bring it to the Xbox. And I th- I think that's fine. I think that's a good idea too, right? Because mm-hmm. you know that PC right now is capable of that, and who knows? Like some people argue that six teraflops won't be enough. So I yeah. don't know. And who knows? They could have thrown they've thrown us off before with stuff. Yeah. And I still think the the Halo Six comments are saying Halos. You know, there's no Halo game this year. I still think that might be throwing us off. Yeah. To, to drop a major surprise at E3, but we'll see. You know, and another uh, thing, too, if they realize that six teraflops isn't quite enough, well, maybe they'll do like an add-on box, kind of like PlayStation does for PSVR. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Yeah. So they're going to make awesome. sure it's good. Yep. All right, so moving on. So something that we were talking about, we're all kind of looking forward to, actually. The Disney Afternoon Collection has been announced and will be released on April 18th. And these are just like silly games that bring you back to when you were a kid. But it's like DuckTales, DuckTales 2, Tailspin, and three others. It's going to be $19.99 USD. And it comes out, like I said, on April 18th. So who's looking forward to this? I am so excited about this game whenever I saw I saw the video posted on Twitter. And uh, yeah, you're right. Those those games are exactly what I played when I was uh, little on the NES. Uh, not so much DuckTales. I love DuckTales, and I never had the chance to play DuckTales 2. And, and even now, if you try to buy a DuckTales 2 cartridge, it's, it's worth hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Chip and Dale, uh, the first one, second one's on there, and Tailspin, also a fantastic game. I mean, th- those are great Disney games. I mean, uh, that was when Disney did games right, was on the NES. And yeah. uh, I'm real excited for it, and I'll pay $20 for it. I, I really hope there's a retail edition. I don't know if it's uh, download only, but I'm assuming. I bet there will be. Yeah, because with DuckTales, I don't know if you guys ever played DuckTales Remastered, but I, I love that game, and uh, it came out with a retail copy. So I'm hoping there's yeah. some kind of retail box, some kind of collectible. And, and these games are all being remastered in 1080p. Yeah, nice. So they're going to be current. They're going to look good. And for me, it just brings me back to like some of the old cartoons that you watched when you were a kid, you know. Yeah. So stuff like yeah. that, and that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, all right, Graham. Finally, for you. Oh, what you got for me? Your reward for collecting all nine hundred, we think, Korok seeds in Breath of the Wild, which I know you'll do, even though you say you won't. <laughs> no. is... If I do, you guys can sit me down and tell me I have a problem because okay. I am... have. I'm not you, sure. You, you do any, have a problem. And I do a problem. But uh, I'm not sure how many hours I have into this game, but I'm probably maybe at the 30 mark. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little higher. So. So what's really sad is that somebody's already done it. That's pretty sad. And I can tell you that not if, but when you get all 900. And after we sit you, well, before we sit you down, you'll learn that your reward for doing so is literally a pile of crap. It's gold. It's, it's a gold pile of crap. It's a gold pile of crap, but that's what you get. Yeah. It's called Hestu's Gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably like... And, and the game like even you tells you... Wasting game, all your time getting every one of these. Yes, it is. And the game even tells you that it smells really bad. That's funny. Yeah. So, that's your reward, Graham, for when Good you Good old Nintendo rewarding its customers. <laughs> that's so, but seriously, yeah. those Koroxy... Yeah. Those are a beast to collect. Uh, I probably have around 30 or 42 that I've redeemed. Uh, use Korok Seeds, by the way, to upgrade your inventory mm-hmm. in inventory slots in the game. But uh, 
nine, there, there are probably, uh, I, I've heard 300, I've heard 900, uh, yeah. but still, it's, it's a lot. It's so a if lot. there's that many then, because you were kind of like, not really complaining, but you didn't like about Audi inventory where you couldn't carry all this stuff. Uh-huh. Well, this seems like it gives you incentive to collect these seeds oh, yeah. so you can carry all this. Yeah. And what, once you find them out in the wild, once you find them out in the wild, you're like, oh, Korok seed, because uh, there's distinct puzzles to them, which i got to commend uh, the developers of Zelda. There's a lot of puzzles for them, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, I've got to commend. So every one of these Korok seeds has a puzzle that you have to do, and they're unique puzzles. Uh, so i got to commend uh, the developers for spending all that time to actually make all these puzzles that you've got to do these little oh, puzzles. Oh, for sure. These, so, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I'll tell I, you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Gina. I'll tell you, though, I... I from I just played a little bit of it now, and I'll get into it more after I get my new living room set up, which I'm going to talk about um, later. But you can tell they put a ton of detail into this game, and yes. it's just so thoroughly well done. And that that it takes it, you don't mind that the graphics aren't like necessarily up to par with Xbox One or PS4, especially PS4 Pro right now, right? I don't know. Um, I think it's pretty amazing. I, I think it looks great. <laughs> Well, I, I know you will. I know you will, Graham. Graham shut I, up. You no, think, you think it's like, okay, okay, no. I've taken so many screenshots. Like, I'm just climbing up the mountains, and I see, like, the sun rising and, like, the perfect colors and that, and I'm like, I got to take a screenshot. Yes, and Graham. I don't do that with any other games at all. Okay. So, Have you played Horizon so, Zero Dawn? So hang on. Well, that's so what I was going to say. If you so bring me, on Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn, I would like to put it to the test. So let me get to that. It, yeah, it's it looks good. I'm not saying it looks bad. But compared to 4K gaming, like you're going to get on PS4 Pro and you're going to get on Scorpio this year, it's not the same and it's not comparable. Yeah, when you go to native 4K, yes. Yeah, and that's where but that's where gaming is going and it's where gaming is. Right? So that's why I say it doesn't look as good, mm-hmm. but it's still a great game. So here, here's my worry about all that. So... Um, just by the way, there's there's 120 shrines in the game. By the way, too, mm-hmm. and each of those have their own unique puzzle they have to do. But uh, they they have said that Zelda is pushing the limits of the Switch. And usually at the beginning of a console's life cycle, you kind of get those games that look great and feel great. But maybe a year into the life cycle or two years in the life cycle, that's when games really start looking crisp and everything. You know, yeah. Um, PS2 especially is a good example of that. Yeah, sure. so PS2 is a great example. Even PS3, uh, look Last at the beginning of the PS3 life cycle and then go on to the end with The Last of Us and look at the difference. So I'm worried that they're, they're saying that Zelda is pushing the limits right now as mm-hmm. it is. So are we going to get better looking games in this which zelda is a pretty game but i i it has its own art style it has its own art the graphics aren't spectacular but it still is a beautiful game you don't have to have outstanding um which the game has great um what is that called uh where you draw distance has great draw distance but it has frame rate issues so if they're pushing the limit and it still has frame issues i worry about the life cycle of the nintendo switch yeah, and you know, do you know which game they said really pushed the limits, like pushed the PS3 to its absolute limits? What's that? The Last of Us. Oh yeah, which came but it was out, at the end of the last, which life came cycle. out at the yeah. very end of the life cycle. Right. So yeah. to hear that about Zelda is a little concerning. I agree. So, yeah. but we don't want to turn this into the Zelda podcast again. So I'm gonna cut you guys off, and we're gonna <laughs> Go we're, we're gonna say that that's gonna. Do I love that for, game. I know you do, and I know you could talk about it for another hour. So I we're could. gonna we're gonna spare everyone for that for now. Well, we do have time where we talk about what we've been playing. So I know. We'll save and, that. Oh and fuck! And I'm probably gonna cut you off there too. But <laughs> it's uh, Graham and I are gonna make a third some game, gaming spinoff, oh. just for Zelda and Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. So all right, everybody, <laughs> that does it for all the news this week. Graham, let's turn over to you. What can we get new in stores this week? Well, you were kind of talking about it before, but we have one major release that stands out amongst the crowd of new releases for next week, and that release is, like I said, Mass Effect Andromeda. You talk, touch base on it. Now, this game releases on Tuesday, March 21st, and will be playable on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have another title releasing simultaneously for the Xbox One, PS4, and PC, and that title is Troll and I. This game releases for those major systems on the 21st. Now, next we have a couple games releasing for both Xbox and PS4. Those games are This is the Police, 
This game releases on March 22nd for both systems, and Dreamfall Chapters, which gets released on the 24th. Now, PC gamers will share a title release with PS4 with the release of Tukaden uh, 2, releasing on the 21st and on the 24th, and PC gamers will share a title release with Xbox One, and that game is 88 Heroes. Now, for exclusive PS4 releases, we have on the 21st, Toho Jinsu Wanderer and Toho Double Focus <laughs> Toho, whatever. <laughs> I think uh, you, you purposely picked the hard to pronounce titles. I just, I just want to like donate money to these companies and come up with the hardest names possible. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I'm like, how Near Auto Metatron Dang Gan Rome. Some Japanese game, which the. So we can have the whitest man in the whitest place with the whitest. I know. Ever. Repeat these. All right. Tuho Ginzu Genso Wanderer Tuho Double Focus and Everything. That game's called Everything. Okay, to finish off the PS4 releases, God, I hope there's no more hard ones. We have Dreamfall Chapters and Zero Escape, the <laughs> Nornery games. Oh, now, Zero Escape game, yeah. Both will be released on March 24th. Now, for Xbox exclusives, which they usually have easier titles to pronounce, we have Watch Dogs 2 Human Conditions. Now, I'm not sure what this is. Can you guys fill me in on this I'm one? I'm not sure. I know. Sounds like an expansion. Yeah, it sounds like an expansion or DLC. DLC. Yeah. yeah. DLC. So this is releasing on the 23rd. And also we have Deformers, which releases on the 24th. Now, over to the Nintendo side, Legend of Zelda. No, not Zelda. Uh, we have a 3DS title being released. And that is a Mario title. And that is Mario Sports Superstars which will be released on March 24th. Okay. That's all I have for new releases, and hopefully they're easier next <laughs> week. <laughs> Sam, you know, you know what you're going to talk about next week? What? MLB The Show. There we wait. go. Can't wait to get set up with our... About it. Can't wait to get set up with our online league so I can destroy Graham and have, you know, captures in 60 frames per second. And, yes. In, and... in only 1080p, but still. I'm not denying that's gonna not going to happen because I will be what you guys call a noob playing MLB The Show. I hope so, you lift your ass because so, you, only, you only hit on pussy mode. <laughs> so for everybody out there, we're going to be starting a uh, MLB The Show League uh, uh, connected to your online franchise. And we'll be starting that in mid-April. We'll give everybody a few weeks to get the game in hand and play the game a little bit. So if you want to sign up for that, head over to our Facebook group and... Sign up. We'll be getting everybody set up here, like I said, about two weeks into April and get that going. So, all right, Graham, thank you. It's, it's always fun listening to you try to pronounce the hard ones. The funny thing, too, I looked up I would pronounce it and I just completely forgot it. <laughs> just next week in an email, just send them a list of made up titles of yeah, just just really hard to pronounce yeah. Japanese I names. Do my best to screw it up. All right. So, Mike, what can we save money on? All right, we're going to go with the Games with Gold for Xbox for March this month. Uh, Layers of Fear is still available. Evolve is now available for download. We already talked about that one. There's a, there's other one here that kind of like, meh. Uh, Borderlands 2 is now backwards compatible and free, so you can check that out. A lot of people, it's, this, is, this has made a lot of people buy the Handsome Collection, which is on sale right now this week on um, if you have gold on the Xbox. So you might want to check that out. It's a whopping 20 bucks. Um, Heavy Weapon is now available as well. Um, Heavy Weapon is also in EA Access, and, you know, you get it for free, so whatevs. It's a good game. It's, it was out in early, early, early life at 360, but it was a lot of fun. So that's pretty much what's going on with the Xbox for free this month. And for the PS4, this Jam. Now, for some reason, this didn't show up on my list until this time. Mm-hmm. I was watching a few people play this disc jam, and it looks like a lot of fun. It's like volleyball yeah. with Tron, and yeah, it's like Tron volleyball. This game's super popular so far. Yeah, yeah, that this is must download for sure. Mm-hmm. And then we got um, Terra Way Unfolded, Undernight, In Birth, um, Earth Defense Force 2025. 
Lumo, excuse me, and Severed. So that's what you got for the PS4. Um, there was one uh, good uh, good deal. I was looking at, at the at the weekly deals on the Xbox One. You can get Recore for fifty percent off right now. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's just you know it's twenty spots, so that's mm-hmm. that's kind of worth it. All right, so we're gonna move on to what the, what good deals we got out there in the real world. Um, Microsoft Chat Pad is twenty two forty nine at Walmart right now. Um, I don't know if you know if you're a fan of using it or not, but if you are, then there you go. Um, Xbox One, two terabyte console is three hundred thirty nine dollars at Newegg. Um, like like I said before, you can get the other one for two twenty nine. Take that hundred dollars and get yourself four extra terabytes. You know, so do that instead. Um, let's see here. Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid: Phantom Pain is seven forty nine via Newegg right now. Um, Xbox One wireless controller, black with a 3.5 um, port, and Halo 5 for 49.99 mm. via Woot. Okay, pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Doom is 20 bucks for both systems, the PS4 and uh, oh, Xbox. That's, that's really good. Yeah, at GameStop right now. Um, Dishonored 2 limited edition is 30 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> the Division is 20 bucks on Amazon. Um, Recore uh, digital. Which is the same price on uh, via the Xbox Store is twenty bucks on Amazon right now. Um, let's see here. We're gonna skip over to PS4 now because there's really not a hell of a lot of other things. Oh, um, GameFly is also having a used game sales. So go to their website and check it out. Huh? Um, let's see here. Um, Borderlands: The Handsome Collection Physical, fourteen ninety nine at GameStop for PS4. Street Fighter V is $14.99 at Newegg. Um, Blaze Blue Central Fiction Limited Edition is $46.06 at Amazon right now. Um, Rainbow Six Siege for PS4 is $20 at Fry's. Um, let's see, Overwatch is $38.99 at Amazon. Um, Final Fantasy XV is $34.99 on Amazon. Um, Persona 5 Special Theme and Avatar Set is free right now. Um, I don't know from place uh, store.playstation.com. So okay. people who are in the Persona Five, like somebody I know, will be very happy to hear about that. Mm-hmm. Um, PS4 Slim, 500 gigabyte console, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare bundle, Resident Evil Seven, and King of Fighters, 14, 299 at Newegg mm. right now. Um, Western Digital Elements, one terabyte external USB 3.0, 40 bucks at Walmart. It's not terrible if you just need to get a gig. Yeah, it's not bad. Especially since PS4 has it now, too, for external support. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Uncharted 4 4 is pre-owned right now. Uh, Pre-owned price at GameStop right now is $16.79 with promo code CAG16. And we got one for Canada. Yay, Canada. Warner Brothers, the Batman Telltale series is $14.99 at Amazon.ca. You can get a new game. That's a pretty good price. Yeah, I've been hearing good things about that. I'm curious. Yeah. about. I need to pick it up again. I, I love that game. I'm still in the first chapter or whichever. Okay. So we got uh, Monster Hunter games on the... Monster Hunter games are now available on the eShop in North America for 3DS. Um, let's see... Um, not a lot here. Oh, Animal Crossing New Leaf is $14.99 right now. Best Buy. And as far as the Switch goes, there's nothing on sale yet. So, you know, still coming at a premium. So that's pretty much what I got going on this week, boys and girls. All right. Take cool. it away, Ty. All right. So let's talk about what we've been playing. Who would like to go first? I'll go. I mean, my. Right. I mean. Mine's been pretty concentrated. Uh, NHL 17, I've been still playing South Park. I kind of got a little burnt on that, but I'm almost done with it. Um, Started playing um, Andromeda. Mm -hmm. And um, i was been playing Prominence Poker, and I have something to say about this. (laughs) Yes. Um, Prominence Poker is a complete and total ripoff, boys and girls. Um, For you people who do not know, I played poker professionally for about five years of my life. And I made quite a bit of money doing it. Um, it they have ranked games in there now. They didn't used to when it first came out. <clears throat> and what you have to do is you have to go in there and you start with a provisional title. And you have to play five um, sit-and-go tournaments, six people. Okay. Um, the buy-in is 
10,000 plus 500 that just goes to the house, which doesn't mean anything in this case because they're not really making money. Um, third place is 9K, second place is 15K, and first place is 36K. First of all, those are all jacked up because you should at least come up um, even money on third place. Um, so I went through this this shenig for um, five games, and I won three, came in second once, and ace four beat ace king all in, so I, so I lost that one and didn't place. So they started me out in the gold tier. Okay, cool. So then in order now for me to play in the ranked games, I now have to pony up 20k buy-in for the same payouts. So that means every single time I need to make first place not to lose any money and not even double my investments. That is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. That is a horrible structure, and it is nothing but a money grab for you to buy more, buy more um, chips off of their uh, their site. So don't bother. Really, a gambling did. game that's a money grabber? <laughs> Go <laughs> die. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, it's not. It's not even yeah. funny how how upside down that is. Yeah. You know, it's a com- it's just a complete waste of your time and your actual money. I mean, thirty uh, k. It cost you four ninety nine. Yeah, four ninety nine. So I made hundred and ten k doing all the all these tournaments, and so I mean it's just not worth it. It's just a, it's just a money grab. All right. So that's that. All right. Who's up next? Go ahead, Eugene. All right. Well, uh, since I wasn't on last week's episode, I can talk about what uh, I've been playing, which. Uh, I really didn't haven't played much other than the, than the Nintendo Switch. I played a little bit of Fallout Shelter uh, since you guys were playing it. Uh, play I probably played maybe three or four hours into it. I'm not sure um, how to rank my uh, my little settlement or my vault, uh, whichever. But I'm having a good time with it. I mean, it's free. You can't really complain. Getting some good achievements from it too. Yeah, um, for sure. And then I played a. Uh, I actually went to a Green Day concert uh, two days before my baby was born, mm-hmm. and we bought the uh, we brought the Nintendo Switch while we were waiting uh, in my truck uh, for the line to start, and uh, we played some Snipper Clips. So Snipper Clips, if you have if you haven't heard of it, it's an indie title. Um, it's twenty dollars on the Nintendo eShop. It's one of the one of the seven or eight launch titles that came with the Switch. Uh, Nerd. Yeah, it's it, but it, it it's a great co op game. It's a really fun uh, fun cutesy puzzle puzzle challenge game where. Uh, you basically you're a, a, a piece of paper and you snip uh, pieces off each other to solve puzzles. Uh, really fun game. And then of course I've been playing Zelda. Uh, I've gotten uh, probably around 30, 35 hours into the game so far. Um, really just been wandering around. I'm nowhere uh, near beating uh, the main story of the game. Just been tackling shrines and uh, I 100% of the map. I opened up the entire map and everything. So having fun with that. That's about right. it for me. Uh, Grant? Well, I've uh, been playing some NHL 17 with the boys. Uh, doing really good. Holding Division 1, but uh, we keep fighting for that title. I don't know if we're ever going to get it because EA all of a sudden is like, yeah, we're not going to let you have it. <laughs> but other than that, I'm like Eugene. I've been playing Legend Zelda on the Switch. And like I said, I've been mainly tackling shrines. I'm still not 50% through the main quest. There's a lot of cool features, and it's just fun just to explore. Like, the game just wants you to explore. And if they got 900 Korok seeds, well, then pretty much you will find something anywhere. And the game mm-hmm. is teeming with life. Like, I love the hunting aspect of it. So I am mm-hmm. will be punching in more time. Like I said, Mass Effect is coming out, and I'm going to try to play Discipline and try to not play the game even... Seem it's getting not great reviews, anyways. But I'm wondering what the patch is going to be for day one. Sure. But I'm hoping. I, to... What's that? I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to completely interrupt you. But I wouldn't worry too much about the actual gameplay. You know, per se, the story and everything like that. You know, these yeah. these glitches that are happening, they're just glitches. So they'll get fixed. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm hoping to get through Zelda before I start that. Hopefully, it doesn't get too high of a rating that makes me quit, but I doubt that. But anyways, yeah, I've been spending most of my time with Zelda, and I've actually been playing it a fair bit in hand mode, but mostly docked. And the game looks great on the little small screen, but I prefer docked. 
Yeah, yeah I was, I was actually going to ask you when you were done how much you're playing, you know, on the handheld versus docked. It's probably 90 to 10, 90 okay. to 10 split. All right, cool. So, is that it for you? That's it for me. All right, for me... Um, that ain't um, it for him. You, you know what he has, right? What? You know those, what do they call those, those body pillows? He's got a life-size uh, Link one with a fleshlight embedded in it. God. Is that what you fantasize about, Mike? You're no. sick. You're sick, Mike. You're sick. He no. actually got it for free for uh, advertising some Japanese games on our show. <laughs> so, anyway. They'll be taking um, it back. All right. Awkward transition into what I've been playing. I have been uh, playing some NHL 17 and uh, a little bit of Zelda. I haven't gotten too far into the game yet. Looking forward to uh, getting new learning room setup done. So get everything set up the way I want it. And I'll dive more into that. And um, what I'm really looking forward to now is playing the Battlefield expansion. Or the first DLC that comes out. And I'll be getting that here shortly. And then then jumping into um, Mass Effect and Drama next week. And really looking forward to a week from next Tuesday when MLB The Show comes out. And that's about it for me, gentlemen. So let's move on to discussion. Eugene, we have a question this week. What is it? So we do have one question from, guess who? Our loyal listener, Steve Wiseman. All right. Steve Wiseman asks, Sea of Thieves, if it does well and it's a game where your main goal is to just have fun as opposed to collecting, uh, collecting shit or whatnot, do you think more games will follow? I do. And I'll tell you right now, and I'm we're actually missing out on a Sea of Thieves Alpha as we speak to record this podcast. Um, man, that game is so much fun. I, I haven't had that much fun playing a game in a long time. Just, like, pure fun. You know, not the competitive part, not the, you know, I gotta win, but just pure fun with other people playing the game. I haven't had that much fun in a long time. Hey, Tyler, did you have fun playing the game? Because I heard you had fun playing the game. Hey. I heard it was fun. Hey. There was a lot of fun in there, dude. Are you done? No. Apparently, you're so, not done with the fun either. So, just... I, I think so. I think other people will try to copy that and, and take that forward and, you know, try to mimic it and make it better. I, I don't see why not, but we'll see how the game performs. Because I, I talked to somebody at work this week that... You know, I'd heard about it. They saw the E3 thing last year and said, well, it just didn't look that interesting to me. And I think what holds it back is a lot of people look at the graphics in the game and it looks pretty simple. Was it the same coworker you uh, have that said video games causes people to become more violent? No, that person's on vacation, thank God. Oh, and cool. so, well, no, this is somebody who plays a lot of games. They play a ton of Overwatch, um, Battlefield, other games. So... You know, they just said it didn't look that fun, and I think a lot of it had to do with graphics and, and maybe some of the way it was presented. But, you know, I, I told him, and he actually went and signed up for the, you know, the um, Insider program right there. But, you know, we'll see what the adoption is for the game. And I, I signed up for the... I signed up. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just said it sounds like it's going to be fun. Oh, great. Yeah, so I signed up for it, and I haven't gotten a response yet from Insider. So hopefully yeah, I get same added into it. Usually I get added pretty quick since I live in a... Not a lot of people in Arkansas sign up for that, and uh, they usually add people uh, usually whenever I ask. But it's been a few weeks, uh, our last episode that I recorded with you guys. Uh, yeah. I went ahead and did it and still haven't gotten an invite yet. Yeah, it takes it takes a little while. I got one after, you know, I think, I think it was two different alphas passed by for Xbox One before I actually got the invite after I signed up. Mm-hmm. So... So yeah. is Alpha, like, constantly going, or do they have, no. like, special play dates? No, they have special play dates, and it's okay. for a set amount of time. The one I, the first one I got was just for three hours. This last one was for basically 24 hours, and it's going to end very shortly, I think in 13 minutes. Um, but but you yeah, I mean, this one? No, not this one, because uh, we played NHL last night, and I didn't realize there was an Alpha going on and, until I just happened to see someone else playing it. So went and looked, and... And they were on, and then I jumped into it real quick, and it said it was until, you know, 9 o'clock tonight. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I know, I know, I, you know, stress the word fun too much for Mike's taste, whatever, but it's... Uh, well, you said it was fun. You know, 
Well, I mean, outside of saying um or, you know, five times a sentence, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it, 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 I think it's worth saying that because so many games now are super competitive and it's about leaderboards and we said that earlier. It's, you know, we're going to sit in the corner of the map, we're going to snipe people just to get on the leaderboard so we can feel good about ourselves. And this is a game that's just about getting together with people and having a good time and being right. able to get back on the mic and do it, you know, innocently without people swearing at you and telling you what they're going to do to your mother. Yeah. And I think that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. So I, I hope it comes in at a good price point where it builds a strong community. And I hope it reviews well, too, because I, I miss playing video games like that. There's There's mm-hmm. not too many video games that come out that are fun uh but really just builds a, a strong sense of uh multiplayer yeah. and community where you get together you help each other out even if you're new uh the experienced veteran people come in and chime in and say hey this is what you need to do yep. uh we're going to put you here um this is a great spot for you I, I really do miss games that are that are like that to where um you know that that's what multiplayer gaming is about and should be about it shouldn't be about uh, getting hate hate mail uh, after playing a Call yeah. of Duty match or anything yeah. like that. And I'm yeah, glad you brought that point sure. up, Eugene, because I think I hope Microsoft follows that same strategy that they followed for Recore, and they said they were going to do for new IPs, which is put that game out at forty dollars. I think yeah. that'd be an outstanding move for that franchise. And I'm, I think I'm it could curious. Be a franchise. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I'm curious too. That is it going to be a play anywhere game? Like a part of me thinks it's going to be, but I don't I know. Think, yeah, I think it should be. Yeah, I think that would be a good game that would utilize that to have a lot of people like can imagine like PC people playing like with Xbox, like we'll have a mm-hmm. huge community that way. Yep, totally agree. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Anything else on that? Nope. All right. No. Nope. So um before I know I know Mike has something that he wants to mention real quick. But oh, before yeah. hey, before that, I just really quickly want to uh talk about a company that I've had the opportunity to deal with today and you know for the for the benefit of our you know a few hundred uh listeners that listen every week or hundreds of listeners um so i had the opportunity to deal with fedex and i ordered some stuff last week i wanted to get a new living room set up really excited got the the 4k vizio uh, p-series tv it's sitting in my living room right now waiting for the new TV stand I ordered to show up. And I ordered this TV stand. Oh. It's like, you know, good 85 inches long. Really cool. I uh, got it for a really good price. And that was to be delivered by FedEx today. So the FedEx driver comes up. Apparently I'm at work. So I'm getting all this, you know, reported to me. But I'm at work and I get, you know, text saying, hey. Or, or actually I look at the thing and it says, oh, we attempted delivery and there's a delivery exception because nobody's home. And I'm like, bullshit, there's somebody home. So, you know, I texted and got back. Well, nothing ever, ha- you know, nothing ever happens. We didn't hear anything. So, I, turns out the neighbor says that FedEx guy just didn't, you know, he walked up and like really super lightly knocked on the door. And then ran off to put his, his slip on the door and ran away because he didn't want to carry the box to the door. And he oh, tried, I, hate, I hate when they do and that. And he did the same thing with the TV on Monday. Except he was caught in the process and had to bring it to the door. Mm-hmm. And now today, nobody caught him, so he's off and gone. And I'm on the phone with these people, and I'm sorry, but it's your job to take it out of the truck and bring it to my damn door. Yes. So I, I'm sorry that it's heavy, and I'm sorry that it's big. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's a grown-up job, so be a fucking adult. Yeah. So, if you're looking to ship anything, anyone, I mean, keep in mind, FedEx might not deliver it to whoever you're shipping it to if it's more than, you know, 1.5 pounds. <laughs> so, maybe go through UPS or somebody else. I wouldn't go that keep... far after today. What's that? I wouldn't go that far after today. Yeah, I know. But, well, at least I still got it. But, uh... <laughs> But yeah, that was a different story. But but FedEx will just choose, and it's a game because what the, what the dude's trying to do is he's trying to say I'm not gonna I'm gonna attempt quote unquote to deliver this three times, and then you gotta come pick it up. And if I would have if I wanted to pick it up, I'd just get a ship site store and take it home. Mm-hmm. But yep. I don't want to pick it up. I want it brought to my fucking door. So bring it to my door. So just keep that in mind if you're gonna use FedEx for anything. In the future, um, I had terrible customer service with them today, so I wanted to mention that to our community. 
just as sort of a PSA and to get it off my chest because I'm a little frustrated and pissed off about it. So anyway, Mike, you have something you wanted to talk about. Yeah, so the other day I was looking, I was reading the Yahoo uh, homepage, and there was an article um, from Business Insider, some some guy named Guy something, I believe his name was. Um, the article has since been pulled because I cannot, you know, I can't link to it anymore. Um, basically, his title was that the Nintendo Switch did something that the that the Xbox and the PS4 could not pull off, and um, just and the way it was worded was is that that's just terrible. Um, this guy, what this guy had to say was that when you pull the Switch out of sleep mode. It boots up immediately. Bing! It's ready to go. And it's not that way with the PS4 or the Xbox One. And the thousands of comments were just lighting this guy up like nobody's business because it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. You know what? The Switch is not the same system as... It's not a robust system like the Xbox One or the PS4. You know? Now with this new alpha build I have, I can pop on the Xbox in under five seconds. It is... At the dashboard, ready to rock and roll, you know. So, who the hell needs their system to be ready to rock and roll in immediately, out of sleep? PCs don't do that, especially if you shut, if you have your power saving on for your for your hard drive and stuff like that. It takes them a couple seconds to boot up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Switch is nothing like the the Xbox. It doesn't have a freaking hard drive in it, you know. It doesn't have. It, it's you know it, it's just the dumbest thing I ever heard, and apparently it was the dumbest thing everybody else had ever heard. So the article got pulled. Well, yeah, and to me it's cherry picking because you're finding the one thing that supports your argument that Switch is the best, mm-hmm. and then focusing just on that. And yep. that's great. We're happy that it boots up quick, and it's a it's a fun system to play on no matter what. And the launch lineup sucks, other than Zelda and, and maybe uh, Snipper Close. But other than that, hmm. I mean, but there's, there are good games coming in the future. And the system has a lot of promise. It doesn't have to be as powerful as Xbox One and PS4. And you don't have to make the argument that it's better. It it should stand aside from those two because it's different. No, I don't think... And, I- I don't yeah. think that he was trying to make it seem like the Switch was better. The title was most was mostly, "Hey, the Switch did this right, and the and PS4 and Xbox really screwed it, this it's shit clickbait. up." It's clickbait. It's clickbait. Yeah. Is it is. what it yeah. is. And he was just probably writing a fluff piece because he was required to write so many words in order to get paid. Yeah. But they but they yanked that like like you know a picnic table um, cover big time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, but the thing is that you you're you're not comparing apples to apples here. Mm-hmm. And that, I know that's what the point you're getting across, Mike. It's yeah, you know, you talk about a PC. A PC is a powerful machine, and you fire that up, it takes a few seconds. Yep. You know, and I don't care how powerful it is and how brand new it is, it takes a few seconds. So yep. I want I want to, to talk run. about two things. Uh, yeah. So first off, I, I I pulled up Yahoo just to look at their Nintendo Switch articles, and one of them I read earlier this week, and it is exactly what Mike was saying. It's clickbait. So the title of this article is Nintendo Nintendo confirmed a new Switch feature that has some gamers furious. So you click on this article, you're like, oh my God, what, what is it going to be? What is this feature that has people furious? The feature that they're talking about is Nintendo has not been able to confirm whether you're able to transfer game same files to another Switch system. So how many people are actually furious about that? Because honestly, I don't give two shits. I'm yeah, not right? going to have... I'm not going to have two switches to where, oh, I need to load my save and take it to my other switch. No, yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. Um, right. So the, these articles are they're just clickbait. They're trying to get yeah. hits on their website because Yahoo isn't relevant anymore. I mean, I, they, really they sold. They, yeah, they they sold their company, I think, and uh, I think mm-hmm. their CEO actually stepped down recently. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, the, these are just clickbait articles. I'm not worried about it. But to speak towards the switch and the booting. Um, I don't know if Graham, if you've had this issue, but putting the switch in sleep mode for a, a long period of time, and even not even a long period of time, you boot the system back up, and the the controllers will just freeze. You can't do anything on the screen. Ha, have you noticed that happen to you, Graham? Oh. No, I haven't had that problem. 
it's it's happened well, to me maybe ten times, and my girlfriend she said the same thing because I'll I'll turn the switch on and it'll continue where I la- uh, last uh, stopped at, and it'll have Zelda on the screen, and I'll try to move the controllers, I'll try to do stuff, and nothing works, and I'm like, oh my my compute my controller desynced or something, I'll sync it back up and nothing still nothing and you have to actually hold the power button down and shut it down completely so oh, really? the, wow. the, oh, the, the switch the the switch the the sleep mode is is flawed there's a glitch in there where it causes the system to freeze up i don't know what it is um but it's something uh yeah no i've sure. never had any issue at all like that i've never had to hold down the power button on that thing well if yeah. you guys got if you guys got any operating system patches come through yet no Hmm. Not since day one. Uh, day one, they had a, a some kind of patch. I don't know what it did. Um, yeah. And they're saying that the frame rate issues uh, yeah. now, like Zelda, Zelda has a lot of frame rate issues, um, and they're they're only noticeable in certain segments, and they don't yeah. last for a prolonged period of time. They happen for maybe a half a second or a second, and then the right. game starts running normal again. Um, and they're saying that the Wi-Fi is actually what's causing the issue with the frame rates, which I'm not entirely sure that, how, that how that could be. possibly be true. Yeah, they're saying there's a there's a Wi-Fi sync issue where if you lose connectivity with your Wi-Fi, it causes the system to start lagging up. So I, I don't know. That's 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 Nintendo's official what they've said. Um, so. But it, but if the thing is a separate um, um, GPU and CPU, then it shouldn't matter. I don't know. Huh. Hmm. Unless well, no, it doesn't even have a hard drive. No, and I, I want to say one more thing. The the it's Nintendo. Uh, what what Graham was saying uh, last week about the Switch, uh, about the Pro Controller, it is totally worth the seventy dollars, and I'll end yes. it with that. It yeah. is the best controller I've ever held in my hand. Better wow. than the uh, better than a flashlight. Better than uh, oh my god, better better than I. So I bought the Xbox One and like uh, the Elite controller, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and I paid one hundred and fifty dollars for that, and this one feels better. Um, there's a few features with it um, that I wish it had uh, specifically. Uh, the triggers are not analog, but really think about it. I, I don't need the triggers to be analog. Uh, really, the analog triggers only are beneficial in racing games and shooting games to me, anyway. And uh, I don't see myself playing a lot of those games uh, for the Switch. Um, but that it is a good feeling controller. It's it's larger than the uh, um, Xbox One controller, larger than the 360 controller, and it just feels good. It feels solid. Uh, the $70, $70, I feel, is justified for the battery life. It has mm-hmm. a 40 hour battery life to it. Wow. So yeah, I heard an amazing battery. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that extra $10, because uh, most controllers are what, $60, $59.99 for the most part? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so $10 more to have that battery life. Uh, I, I'm down by, for it. By the way, speaking of that, and wish list for Scorpio is internal battery in the damn controller. Yes. Internal battery. Yes. What? Yeah, yeah I don't, like I don't the know PlayStation. No. Xbox, Xbox is oh, the only no. company that doesn't have it. I don't like that because if it dies and it goes south on you, you have to go find a new controller and or send it in. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. Hell Actually, no. I don't want the internal because I'm tired of doubly batteries left and right. That's Then go buy, a, pack. Very much, go buy a pack. Yeah, I bought a battery yeah. pack. So if Nintendo can make a controller with a 40-hour battery life, my question is why can't PlayStation do it or why can't Xbox do it? Well, yeah, that's, that's it's not uh, probably not the fact that they can't do it, but you know that's the fail. If, if it fails, then what are you supposed to do? You know, I haven't seen a huge fail rate on the PS4 controllers. Well, though. look at your have PS4 you? controller. You have to keep that thing plugged in, or five minutes later, it's dead. Yeah, part yeah. of that's the light though, and that comes out of it. Stupid. And I think uh, I don't think Xbox would go that route. So I think you'd probably get a good you know twelve hours out of the Xbox controller. Sorry, boys. This is one I do not agree with you on. Well, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's it's totally fine. I disagree. So uh, you know, let us know in the forums, by the way, what you think. Is that yeah, something yeah, you want to see? But sure. But uh, but I, I would. That's something I would personally like to see because I like the idea of the internal in the PS4. I just uh, you know, I, I don't. And there's been no fail rate on them. There, there's no. How do you know? Well, because there'd be articles out there saying, "Hey, these things are failing left and right." Well, just because they're not existed. failing left and right, I mean, it, you know, there's. There's an article out right. I mean, there's stuff out right now about the left Joy-Con on uh, the Switch, you know, failing. Um, yeah. But that's only because the thing is brand new, so they keep, you know, they're they're like looking for all the bad stuff to throw out there in the media. You know, I mean, the PS4 has been out forever. So well, PS4, know, but, really but that's that's my point though. It's been out for four years, and we haven't seen anything showing any sort of trend about the the controllers failing at a at a 
anywhere near high rate. But I, I bet you that if, well, I, I say I bet, but I don't know for sure. But if somebody went, say, three months or four months, if they went away somewhere and they stopped using their controller, they mm -hmm. can come back and the thing could be dead and not work. Like, those things need to be used and stuff. Because mm -hmm. that, that happened to me with my PS3 controller. Mm -hmm. It was like a brand new controller. I didn't play it that much. And I pretty much had it packed away for about a year or something. And then when I took it, the controller didn't work. So now I don't mm -hmm. have a working controller. Mm -hmm. So if I had like an Xbox one where I could just put in AA batteries and boom, it would work. Yeah. So for that reason, I could see it being an issue. I mean, I see the argument. Nobody's right or wrong. It's just a, it's a simple disagreement. That's fine. But, you know, it's just it comes down to... To preference, I guess, and I think it, you know, in 2017, it's time to get it right with internal batteries. And but to, to be fair, I mean, it took them until 2016 to get the damn uh, power source inside the console. So, yeah, but like with the battery pack, though, couldn't you like kind of call it kind of call it a hybrid? So you could put like batteries in it and change double A's, or you buy a battery pack that charges through USB. Yeah, you can do that. So then it's and kind that, of like an internal battery. Yeah, right? and, I, and I agree that's an option. So that's one that's there, and I've used that before, and I've definitely liked that option before. Mm -hmm. and, then, um, and then you mm -hmm. bring up another thing: the the internal power source. I don't think it's all that great. Be honest with you. I mean, you're but you're going through it right now. One of your Xboxes, it's got to be the power the power brick. Mm -hmm. You know. And instead of uh, having just to go pay thirty bucks on Amazon to get an OEM one, you got to send this damn thing in and get it fixed. Well, this has an internal external power brick. Excuse me. The one I'm talking about has an external power brick. No, you just you're talking about Scorpio and the internal. Oh power. yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah. Um, I don't think it's all that hot of an idea, honestly. Yeah, I and, mean, I, I get what you're saying, but the the and power the best, and, and yeah, power sources get hot, which will add to the the heat inside of the box, and then. You know, what if the box isn't perfectly ventilated and, oh, my God, just leave well enough alone. I know, but but honestly, I mean, PS4 has done it successfully, or P, uh, PlayStation has done it successfully for a while. Um, and I get what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And, and the power brick never really bothered me, but the the vast majority of gamers want an internal power source. Why? So well, What's the big deal? Because they do. Because it's and, huge. I mean, it, the thing's huge behind your TV. If you want to pack yeah. up your Xbox and take it somewhere, you got this huge brick you got to take up with you. Mm -hmm. and when you can have just you have seen the size of the regular Xbox already? It's the size of a 1980s VCR. So what's the big deal about having the, the brick, too? Well, I mean, even not the 360 is the same way, and then the Xbox One still has a brick um, that's yeah. still, you know, tedious to carry around. So... I mean, it's a lot easier to take a PS4 with you when you just have to have a power cable and HDMI cable. Okay. I, uh, I trust, I guess, after after the Red Ring of Death debacle, I trust that Microsoft's not going to release something without a lot of quality testing to make sure that things right. Because I, I don't remember the exact number now. I listened to, um, it was actually Podcast Unlocked, one of their episodes where they had Phil Spencer, Peter Moore, and um, Seamus Blackley on there. All the three, the three like architects of Xbox, and they talked about how much it cost to recover from the Red Ring of Death. That was a lot, and it was a staggering amount of money. It was billions of dollars, and yeah. I would think that's a lesson learned. And we really haven't seen anything like that since then. Anything, anything near that, mm. or even remotely near that. So I I trust them to go through the the QA testing to make sure that everything is right and and good and and the reality is Microsoft customer service for me has always been pretty damn good. I mean when I accidentally ordered the freaking Star Wars collection with my pro with my Elite yeah. controller with the paddles, they they refunded me the money immediately, mm -hmm. and I still have the movies. Yep. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> you just told but, me. But uh. We know, I, you Grant, know, we know. You know, I wish Phil Spencer listened to this podcast, but I don't think he does yet. Um, if he is, what up, Phil? Yeah, if he is, Phil, come on <laughs> and do an interview on the show. Uh, we'd be happy to have you. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and that, that's the cool thing, though, is that, you know, there's a lot of debate around what we want. And that's that's what's fun about leading up to E3 is seeing what, what, what we're actually going to get. You know, from Scorpio and from PlayStation in the coming, you know, ten years with their releases, yeah, and uh, and Xbox in the next year because Xbox only shows what they're going to release on basically the next year to eighteen months, 
and PlayStation shows what they're going to release in the next 25 years. So, but, uh, and we kid PlayStation. But anyway, um, anything else on that, gentlemen? Nope. All right. Very good. Anything else before we get out of here? Nope, I'm out of beer. Gotta go. All right. So thank you so much, everybody, for yes, listening thanks. to episode number 41. We're on our march to episode 50, which we'll meet, by the way, that we'll be at almost one year of doing this. So uh, thank you again for listening to episode number 41. We'll be back next week with episode number 42. Until then, uh, have a great week, everybody. Stay safe and play some great games. We'll and talk to you. Keep your sticks on the ice. Keep your sticks on the ice. And don't do a grounded and cheat a lot of the time gold in the die seconds. So until then, have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. See you later.